It is the Anum 365. All hits, no misses. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you very much for joining me on this journey. Um, I've been having some some very nice feedback on the last few podcasts. I really do appreciate that. Um, I think what I'm trying to do now, because I think the 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 idea of recording every single day, I think that 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 ship has long sailed. So the consistency that I'm trying to do, so that at least I've, there's some sort of predictability to this podcast, I'm trying to put out episodes every two days. Um, so if you haven't checked out the other episodes, check them out. I think they're very nice, and I'm also going to have some very 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 dope guests. I am very excited about today's episode, particularly. Um, so on today's episode, I have a man who. First, uh, to me, was just a, a, a myth, a rumor. I, I had heard of this man before. Then he became a political figure that I, that I saw. Then he was a political, I would say he was a political ally of someone I thought we could, we, we could definitely benefit each other. And I think now I, I see him more as a friend than anything else. The other, the other things are now far in the back of my mind. And the, uh, the big problem I have with this man, and it's, it's a big problem, is that we share the same name. Uh, so, <laughs> so today I have got Nkululeko Nkosi. How are you, bro? I'm good, man. How are you? I'm very good. I'm very and, good. And you were wrong. There. We're not always agreeing politically because uh, the location of your race was a problem. Because of one failure that I didn't agree with for the longest of time. And you made, you made your views on that man very, very, uh, very, very clear. Yeah, I've always been consistent with that one. Yeah, you've been, that's a, you, 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 uh, you used to be all over the place on other things politically, but that's one thing where I can give you, have, <laughs> I'm not going to say no, his name. If, if you want to yeah, say his name, you'll say his name, but I'm not going to say his name. No, um, no, that's fine. We'll, we'll say it later. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> cool, cool. Um, yeah, man. Uh, welcome to the podcast. So, I think for this episode of the podcast, I wanted to do a couple of things, right? Um, so, I wanted us to just kind of. I'm using this as content for us to discuss your podcast and and how we can take it forward, and yeah, then yeah. and then obviously discuss the issues that that I've that I've. Uh, briefed you on on before this. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so, oh, let me let me. You know, <laughs> this thing of us having the same name became became a serious problem. I told you this before, and and you didn't believe me. Um, there was a time I was uh, speaking on a panel for Timong at 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 EPSA, and then yeah. they introduce each of the panelists. They say, "This is Mang Mang. This is Mang Mang." And then for me, they introduce, okay, he's a one young world ambassador, he's a lawyer, blah, blah, blah. And on the screen, it says, it says, Nkululeko Selani. And she says, Nkululeko Nkosi. I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> this is my it, moment. It, it, it reminds me of a time where like people can't, can't even say Nkululeko. They'll say like, no Nkululeko or something like that. And then you're like, but it's, it's just there. Like, read the paper. It's, Tell it's, me where. it's pretty simple, man. But, yeah. um, some, so yeah, I'll, I think I think you've got a you've got an interesting story in terms of like your life, right? And you you can find it interesting or not, but I find it interesting. So um, tell tell us a little a little bit about yourself. Like, where did you grow up? What sort of environment you were brought up in? Yo, I have many stories about my life. I think people who are close to me know, but like, yeah. just give me two blacks. Uh, we're sober it's, uh, now it's a story yeah and it's a story of its own but i think uh oh, going back like i from uh i don't know if it's chover but it's yeah mm-hmm. um, in a township called Katlo. so born and bred went to school there um yeah, man. I mean, it was it was a shit background, really. I mean, uh, I don't, I don't, I don't like thinking that there's anything special about it because a lot of people are poor in this country. So it, it's like, yeah, yeah, it's just like it's like when people speak about like absent fathers, like it's like a small minority of black people that know who their fathers are to begin with. It's another small minority that can actually locate them. So it's like 
growing up poor is like a unifying thing. So I think from there, um, oh yeah, I got into debating uh, back in high school and I used to do that stuff. And then this one moment we went to Model UN, um, we used to have it at VITS. Mm. So during that time, we we used to join all these elite schools like your Saint what what and whatever 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 and then a, a small group of us I guess the poor kids uh, also joined in there um, but at the time I guess it was the only platform where you felt like yeah you can speak English here and it's fine yeah you know? and uh, you can compete with other people um, and yeah we 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 participated. Uh, throughout the years, I think between grade eight until matric, I was consistently a feature there. And then, yeah, we, I think in the last one, we won like a writing competition there. Um, and all the kids there, like, like had all this better access, uh, better, better infrastructure, whatever, whatever. And here we were as township schools and we wrote this brilliant uh, piece. And Do you remember what the piece was about? Uh, it was uh, water security in some obscure country. <laughs> yeah. also spoke about, I think, um, the plight of girl children in Indonesia, I think. Yeah. So we got best position paper for both, for both of them. And I personally wrote both those papers. Uh, and we then went... So from there... I remember that I'd never been outside of, you know, this small town or small mm-hmm. township. Uh, and Vitz was this foreign concept. But I, I think I knew from then that actually I, I want to be here. Um, what, 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 what about Vitz made you want to go? Because I think I, I've, I've seen you tweet about it that, I mean, there aren't many people from your school that actually made it into, into university. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't know anyone. I didn't know a single person that went to Vitz uh, from my township or from my school. Mm-hmm. So I was like, no, this is odd, you know? Uh, and then in my metric, I remember when I applied to Vitz, I didn't even meet the standards there because I decided late that I actually want to go here. And then they, they gave me this thing where they're like, no, um, we're not going to take you because you suck, but <laughs> we might just take you, might just take you later on. So if you work really hard, you know, it's like trickle down economics, but if you work really hard, you're going to get in and whatever. So I, I went, I remember I got like a 30% for my first block in, in accounting. And like, I didn't care for the last of time, but when I wanted to go to bits, then, you know, like I did a switch up and during those Saturday classes. And because like my teachers were clueless, uh, like we're like 70, it was like 70 of us in one class. And there's this teacher that half the time you have to teach English too, you know? Mm. And you run at the risk of sounding like a jackass because like yeah. no one knows this English uh, other than you because when you think you're better than everyone because you know you went to fits uh, for your model you and stuff now you're coming into a bit confusion so <laughs> it was that sort of thing uh, and then yeah then I got my marks went into fits then quantile one quantile two uh, provision that yeah. is, uh, that allows us to you know sneak past the gate uh, so yeah got it there and yeah so then so then at what point did you start developing your political opinions was it during the model un was it before model un was it at no, Vitz? No, no, no. when at, at what point did you because i mean i've always seen you as a, as a very active member of student politics because you you were a, a year ahead of me so so at yeah, what but... point did you think these things mattered so not always because in my first year um, I think that was the first time I realized I was poor because what had happened was Vitz just built this nice residence called Vitz Junction and there was only the rich kids that could go there and by mistake we the Nesfus children I remember I was at a bursary from the Gauteng government but at the same time they gave you like 50 grand and if you go to Vitz that's like almost nothing so there was like that and then Nesfus was going to obviously cover the shortfall. So these chaps uh, at Junction, because every other race was closed, um, decided to take all of us from Nesfus, right? It was like maybe 20 of us. 
So we went in there. They're like, no, it's cool. Come through. It's fine. And then we started there. I mean, we, we started chilling there. But I think I got an impression that for the first time in my life, I didn't, I didn't have. And it was that I, I'm poor. Like, I didn't think I was poor before I came to this. But the first impression I got when I got to Junction was that, yes, yes I'm poor. Mm. Because it's like, like, you've just made it. You're like you're the biggest person from where you come from. And then, you know, like this fits guy. And then you come here, you're like, Pure. people are getting dropped off by like AMGs and whatever. And then you start thinking, yes, my parents weren't corrupt enough. When I, I mean, <laughs> like, you know, there's, there's all these things. And then there's like beautiful women and, you know, all the cool cats, you know, um, approach, approach, approach these girls already. There's like friends or whatever. And then like a small group of us were, were just awkward because we don't fit in. Like, you don't know, even your English is bad at the time is the determine you know like yeah i get you serious when the people are running the country and you know yeah but in my first year not really but there was a lady who um, sadly passed on um this month uh busim uh, pembe who was ARC chairperson at the time so this junction eventually caught up with us nasfas kids and wanted to kick us out because nasfas basically wouldn't pay for this junction um and we had already settled in and stuff and and I think they wanted to send us back to SLN. Yeah. Uh, but I wasn't going to have that. So I wrote this lengthy email to her in her capacity as ARC chair. And she came back to me like very fast. And I think within a month, our issue, our issue was resolved. We're allowed to stay there for the rest of the year, only for that year. And then the following year, they're like, ah. You have to uh, find someone new. Yeah, no, go, go somewhere else. And then in my second year, that's when the trouble started. Because when I moved from Junction, it was a nice place, went to a shitty res that was called, I think, Brahm Center. I don't even know if they've closed that thing down because I think it used to house some workers of Anglo don't do and I think it's yeah, still open. Because yeah. during, during my ARC term, which was 16, 17, it was still open, and uh, and there weren't any intentions of of closing it at the time. Yeah, and you know it's a shitty race, bro. I mean, I actually don't. Uh, that's as I I think that's maybe one area where I need to do better. I mean, uh, as as ARC vice chair, I had never been to Bramfontein Center. I don't. I I till till this day, I've never been. I just know the rough location. Students would complain yeah. that um, the workers at pick and pay would be stealing food out of their fridges and and stuff like yeah. that because there were workers of pick and pay that were living with students <laughs> <laughs> i never understood how that came to be but it was act like that's what was happening there and then um okay so i get in there then i realize that something's wrong here like this raise like people are despondent but also people are unhappy um and i also coincidentally start being more interested in Sasko uh, purely by accident because there was a guy called uh, uh, who Jamie uh, I think people might know him I don't Mighty know. Jamie yeah he's the best political so now we had a gripe with him a few of the chaps because now he had hijacked uh, we, in our opinion that he had, a, he had hijacked the, the, the Vits debating union for his own personal things uh, oh, okay. so, so, so when you so when you came to Vits, you're like, okay, I'm gonna continue with this debating thing because yeah, what, yeah, it's what yeah, I know yeah. or it's what I enjoy. It's it's what I enjoy. Also, it teaches you English, you know, oh, okay. and it also teaches you how to reason. I I didn't even know how to reason, man. Like, I think I first knew how to write an essay properly in my first year. Like, I got in there, and they were like critically discuss I'm like, what do they mean this people do they mean I must criticize this whole because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, like no one no, no one no one had said like throughout high school think like think you know yeah so it's 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 that sort of thing. Um and I think uh, my second year now fast forward we're with this chap uh, so a few of us disagree with him uh, but it, it 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 so happens that already I'm, I'm I'm becoming more and more interested in the ideology of SASCO and all these 
these chaps with you know these chaps used to also wear blazers it was hot you know so they also looked cool but also what they were saying made sense yeah so and then and also now there's this guy that i particularly dislike who i can see that he wants to start a political party and in my opinion i think this guy is bad for students you know i always say students 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 are unreliable uh, they are not trustworthy and they can't be left to themselves they need somebody <laughs> I think it's Stalin, right? So what must be done? Mm. So I, I say, no, no, somebody must assist students here and, and this character, the shady character of this guy. Um, so that's when it starts. Uh, and then in, this, in this, that year, uh, Sasko decides to, someone in Sasko nominates me as uh, an SRC candidate in my second year. And I didn't know much went to interviews and whatever. But I suspect those guys were trying to find out whether or not I was a spy for that uh, debating union. Oh, okay. Became mm. project, what, 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 because I was a serious debater. Well, I don't know if I was a good debater, but serious in terms of commitment that I had for it. Uh, and then suddenly now I'm with these people who don't bath, who don't go to class. And yeah, well, mm. so now it was like a suspicious thing. So yeah, that's how it started. And then ever since, so, so at the time, I mean, it was, I'm, I'm thinking there were very few political options really. At Wits. I'm, what it was, it was the PYA, which is, um, SASCO, YCL, ANC. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then, what? Uh, Daso. I mean, those are the only real... God. Daso was kidnapped by the guy now who's what the, the, the leader of, of that... The leader of DA Youth, national leader. Blah, blah. That guy used to moor him every election. When I used to come with this guy called Mare something. And they, at some point, they tried to, so, to sell a garden. <laughs> 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 it's a garden. And, and, and funny enough, uh, I think PYA got a wind of it yeah. that something George was happening with that garden. I think vegetables were missing and stuff like that. Mm. And it was a it was a big scandal over 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 a garden. Mm. So yeah, I think just PYA like PYA was just winning for like an undisturbed like period, winning, 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 up until these ones come through. Project W. Project W. And they came with fancy things that uh, couches that they were promising students. I mean, we were under siege because we, we didn't have money. Uh, we just had, um, what's this, T-shirts. And at the same time, it's T-shirts and it's Zuma T-shirts. And mm. Zuma's not the popular guy during that time. So now we have to deal with the Zuma issues of Nkandla. Uh, at the height of it, and then at the same time, I have to deal with this new emerging uh, activism that has an accent. People are tall, you know. I'm gonna uh, this thing. Not tall? Did people. you say people are tall? Yeah, it's a serious <laughs> thing. Uh, who's, this, who's this fellow? Tami uh, Bongani. Tami. Tami. Uh, there was another fellow who was very good called uh, Kwenyai Dube. I re- I still record him. Oh very yes, hard. yes, yes. Yeah. Um, uh, actually, that thing was actually very elitist in terms of height. I was never going to yeah, make it in Project W. It, it, it was. And let me just do a fast forward. Then in 2014, my third year, they, these guys then decide that I must run for SRC. And, then, and this time, uh, the BGM agrees that I must, I must, I must run. Uh, it's a hideous photo op. You know, it's like, it looks like we're hungry there. You know, and now we're running with... Yeah, your picture was pretty people. bad. Your picture was pretty yeah. bad. I can't lie. Yeah, we actually wasn't around then. <laughs> yeah. So, so now I remember we were at this res, um, this girl res at at, at with, I'm sorry, it's, it's, you can't say girl now, but it's at the woman it's a woman res. Yes. yes uh, at 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 Vitz, three towers, and they you know till this day they don't allow males in there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we, we, we went allowed in as ARC like, also. We were, we, were, we were gripped by that thing in my time because the women there truly, we thought at the time, you know, uh, were God's gift to, <laughs> to Vitz University. And, you know, we must have access there. 
I mean, so, Vit has very beautiful women. Yeah, Outside true. of Three Towers, Sunnyside, Jubilee. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's tough. Yeah, at least now I left Vit with one. I mean, it's it, it, no, it's important. Yes, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So now we, we, we're at a point where we're debating and it's just a, a woman uh, audience uh, from the three residences. And I remember with my friend Tabang, the guy I had the first episode with uh, for, for the podcast, uh, we're speaking so much sense there. We, we went into details speaking about how uh, uh, student housing is a problem. I mean, this thing of video lectures, uh, Sasko started speaking about that thing in 2013 already. And, you know, we went into detail, detail, detail. And by the time you finish speaking, like you hear people are, you know, they clap, clapping moderately, like, yeah, like, yeah, you showed up. Thank you. And then these chaps just stand up. I'm telling you, the, the Tommy and this Guinea person I'm telling you about, they stand up. Yeah, these people lose their mind. <laughs> they are going crazy. I'm like, I'm not, we just spoke serious Marxism. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we want to save you, you know? Uh, no, students are fine like that, like they're happy, man. Like, you can see that, no, these people have captured imagination. And that's when I really saw that, no, man, this thing of frontline politics is not for me uh, because I think there's a natural aesthetic that you must have to inspire confidence. Sure. So, yeah. Okay, interesting, interesting. So then, okay, so then ever since then, you've been, you've been in politics, you've been commentating, and then... You, I mean, fast forward, you, 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 I don't want to go too much into it, but you know, both of us struggled a lot academically because we're trying to balance this being a leader, being involved in politics and also passing, which, which, which at its time has its, has, has its challenges, but we both graduate, we're we're cool now. So then you decide to, you want to do a podcast. What, what, what was the podcast about? And yeah, yeah. Can you speak a little bit about the podcast? Why? So I think my I mean, my my the podcast, and as I, and I'm going to run the risk of sounding like I only start things because I have gripes with people. But again, this podcast starts from a frustration that I've always had about how struggles have always been communicated by shady people you know uh, I, I i looked at uh, fisma's fall uh, fisma's fall which you know i failed for that thing i think you also had your own problems definitely. Uh, and, and a lot of people if and, there was no fisma's fall i definitely would have graduated in in record time 100 percent. yeah now i would have gotten cum laude i don't know about you but it's fine <laughs> no that's too far <laughs> for me that's too far for me <laughs> no, i'm joking i was far from that thing yeah my daughter score was my thing you know? uh, so uh, now I, I was always been aggrieved by the fact that all these things that we were there, uh, we saw them happen. The stories were told by other people. There were books. There was uh, this lousy documentary that was made by uh, this Desai person, you know. Uh, yeah, the commentary on Christmas Four was, was really bad. I, it, it, it's, yeah. it, especially when I think what frustrated me also uh, no disrespect to him, but when I saw also uh, Sizwe and Pofu Walsh busy writing on it and all of that, I'm and, like, and wasn't he there? That thing, uh, Oxford. He was in Oxford, yeah. So then, it, for yeah. me, I, I, and I think maybe even still t- till this day, I don't I haven't seen anyone who I think has given a legitimate account of what really happened, particularly yeah. at, at at Vitz. Yeah. So yeah. You, so then and, you started and, a podcast. So I'm like, so now things are building up. I mean, also even Fismas Fall itself, they need to have, a, I mean, to have faces, right? And none of those faces materially represent the, the people that are on the ground. Yes, they may have had good intentions and led the struggle to the, be, I mean, to the best of their abilities. But I, I always had a problem with representation to say that, this was our struggle as kids who are from the townships, rural schools, and so forth and so on. And how even Fismas Fall starts out, but I don't want to say that story, but how it starts out is that 
it's it, it's not like how it ended, which is good and also has a lot of misrepresentations. So I then decide, um, you know, I would actually like to make my opinions known, my my I mean my take on things known. Um, you know, I mean, at, at first I, 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 I worried about how many people would actually tune in. Because I was like, yes, at best you get like five, five likes, you know. Uh, just cowards don't want to, ret- I mean, to retweet you. I don't know, maybe they're scheduled <laughs> to take their girlfriends. I'm, I'm short, I, mean, I have many problems. I must worry about that. So tweet. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> so, 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 yeah. Yeah. So, 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 so I think the podcast number one was okay the frustration part is done but most importantly it was to give a voice you know like a voice that is not similar to what you'll hear in mainstream media like just normal people who i thought were smart and had like actual things to say because if you listen to the media now like it's like the rhetoric is the same if you have one person that proclaims to be the best uh, political don't don't there saying something you'll have someone else echo what they've said or even worse people will take uh will migrate conversations from twitter and other social media platforms and then bring them on national tv as if that's their you know that's their thought so i i guess i just wanted to have like a, a purist sort of conversation yeah which i'm not too sure is is is, is, is makes a, a viable uh, marketing sense i think if there is yeah. there, there is a market definitely um so I, i'm just gonna i think when when you first spoke to me about about wanting to do a project you actually at first you didn't even speak about the podcast i think at first you wanted to do a documentary about Fismas 4 or, or, yes. or something along those lines but my my feeling was that look, our moment is done and over. They've, there's already been three, four, five documentaries, as bad as they were, as bad as they were. Um, no one cares anymore, especially. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so I think for me, it was. I, I think I obviously you probably spoke to other people, but for me, I tried to talk you out of it, just mainly because I felt like our moment is done and we we need to do. Um, yeah, something yeah. different, something that'll that'll really capture the the imagination of people, right? And I one so we recorded a couple of episodes. What what's what what's the name of your podcast again? Ngosi Sigelela. Yeah. yeah, that's that sounds yes. right. Yeah, yeah, it is it, a very clever name. But I I think what 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 I found because also remember we, we're also going to use this as an opportunity for us to discuss your podcast and what we can do better on that. What what I found was that. Um, two two main problems. The first problem, um, the first problem was that you didn't engage enough with your with your guests, right? I think the 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 one which was the worst was the Habib uh, episode because on the Habib episode you let that man talk uninterrupted for a good fifteen to to twenty minutes. And, yeah, yeah. And Habib is a man that is has so little he's so wrong so many times that 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 i felt as though you could have engaged him i, I, I let him off you I let him I off let him very off. very yeah. very easily I, I i think i think with 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 habib um two things i think one he's a he's an incredibly smart person he's yeah. wrong but he's, he's he's smart i i i don't like him personally i don't like his politics but i think he has a way of articulating his position that makes him valuable to people that subscribe to his brand of politics, right? I think if you ever get yourself in a conversation with Habib, you know that you won't get a, a chance. And I think it was naivety on my part to think that, you know, there could be a peer-to-peer conversation with, yeah. with Habib, right? Mm-hmm. And I think now... Now, secondly, the, the the second problem was that he's uh, the the conversation of the day um, was more about an issue that, in principle, we agree with. And I know a lot of people were like, "Yeah, but I left some things not touched." But that wasn't the theme of the day. I wasn't trying to talk about how many kids is shooting. Uh, in, yeah, of course. 
in, 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 in the day. So I think there was little room for me to disagree with him about it. But I, I do, you know what, I do take a lot of uh, things uh, in, you know, I, I don't even listen a lot to my, to my own podcast because I, I hate how I sound. You always and, hate how we sound. Trust yeah, me, and, it, took, and, it took me 50 episodes to get used to the sound of my own voice. Yeah, and, and, yeah. and you know, like I'll go over the same like mistakes and whatever. But I, 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 think, I think with the Hatip one, I, I, I accept. Uh, I was just giving reasons why maybe I didn't want to push him. Uh, but I, I Look, think it's understandable. I it's understandable. Yeah. Cool. So, so I think I think that that was that was one, um, and then the second one, and this is also, I, and I think it, this is the this is the pillar to all content, and where I'm also trying to find my my footing is um, consistency, because I yeah. think you had some very very good guests on it, um, but the problem was that you were always aiming for that level of of guests in terms of profile in terms of um possibly in terms of content you know so i think what yeah, you should yeah. have done is because ideally your podcast was supposed to have been released weekly yeah but then it yeah. became where now you have the mec of of health and Gauteng who keeps on moving it and who's only available in two weeks time or three weeks time yeah, so then yeah, yeah. so then so then you have a quiet period so what 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 i would say on my side is that even if even if you just choose some random person just to fill out the the um, the gaps even even if you know this podcast isn't going to be the greatest episode of the podcast but at least give the viewers or the listeners some sort of predictability and some sort of consistency and i know that's very difficult because i know i struggle with that as well so i think moving forward because i think you do have I think your voice has has there's, there's a lot of merit to what you to what you have to say. I think, um, and th- obviously that's why I'm having you on this podcast now. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I think so I think you just need to work on not so much focusing on the lessons, not focusing on the profile of your guests. Obviously, definitely try and get high profile guests, but also just put out content, even if sometimes you have to put out an episode where it's just you doing a monologue explaining something i think that's something you should definitely definitely think about yeah and and, and i think to that end i i i agree um and i think also i think what was somewhat more difficult with um getting that sort of consistency and that sort of uh level that i i i wanted i think Yes, I accept that uh, maybe we aimed a bit too high too quickly. Yeah. Uh, and that, you know, b- before we even got the sort of credibility that we, sh- that we should have gotten in order to get that sort of profile or that those guests of a certain profile. Um, but I think the idea with it was to also say... Um, I, I don't, I, I, I don't, uh, I'm not a mainstream person, but here's Bundy and we're going to have a conversation with him. You know, yeah. uh, he is, he is, he is a, a, someone that maybe is inaccessible, but let's, we found him and, and, and let's talk to him about that. But I think uh, as, as time went, I, I began to understand that it's, it's, it was, hap- it was all happening too quickly. Mm. Uh, but I also, I think even the consistency part, I think, you 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 deal with one the need to release content on a desirable time frame sure but then in actual practice that's something else because now you must you must remember that there's also besides the schedules of these people that we 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 get there's also the consideration that most of us who were involved in this project work uh, elsewhere yeah. So other than this thing. Yeah. And 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 the and the worst part about it is that um the the nature of my work at the time was so sensitive that I I ran the risk, literally ran the risk of getting fired for this uh, fucking podcast. Mm. You know, I'm saying that's that's my thinking at the time. Yeah. You, yeah. Know? you know, like if if someone doesn't takes issue with this thing and 
knows someone somewhere, although it's not part of my contract to say I can't express my views. Uh, as you a always ran, you ran the risk of it though. Yeah, but there's someone who doesn't like what I'm going to say, calls someone and I'm out the following day, which is kind of also what is happening even now. Uh, that, uh, I mean, part of my work is uh, policy and policy writing, policy analysis, policy, uh, what, drafting of legislation and, and stuff like that. And to do that, you are also accountable with two various stakeholders. That is yeah, your national treasury or social, socials, what's that thing of Sasa? That thing. That thing, yeah, another, uh, yeah. yeah, the people that do grants. So it can be said that someone who works for institution X was captured, even privately, to say that uh, Minister Lindy Zulu was only hired there because she has karate skills, you know, and mm. she can kick people in parliament. But other than that, you know, like, yeah. like I'm saying this, this is my view. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not scared of saying it. And I want to say it in the way that I want to say it. But I think you, you start becoming calculative and I think it becomes... Uh, you, you, you are at a contrast now because there are various interests that are competing. One, which is uh, you want to be robust as possible and also now this thing that I also work so I can't push these people the, the way that I want to push them. Around. So, 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 you, so you, you, is, 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 is it a legitimate fear or is it an, an internal conflict that you're going through? I think it's, a, it's, 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 I would say, 50% legit. I think 50% internal, especially when, you know, I, I, and you're the right person to, to say this too, that this, these sort of ventures take money from you. Uh, mm. you. You work, therefore, the podcast is. It's, it's not the other way around. So um, it's that, but it's also a bit of paranoia, I think. Of okay. saying, I mean, I've I've seen people get, I mean, that psycha that psycha shit with <laughs> that know, tweet. Some, ah, come on! And now someone drags your employer, and I say a lot of disrespectful shit. You know, like the other day, as a journalist, have the moral integrity of a cockroach. And I, like, and yeah. then someone brings my employer. So that what what happens? So mm. ah. so then, it's a tough one. So. <sighs> Look, I can I can say from 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 Kuyasha Media because I think because also I had to I, I had to reflect a bit on on the work that we did for you and and I mean I think to a large extent I mean there the, the, the came a time where I became uncomfortable with charging you right because I started feeling I I don't think we provided as much value to you on the on the level of consistency that I think warranted how much we were charging me in my opinion right so so i think give me, me a refund <laughs> hey chief we've moved on your your thing has expired <laughs> but i want us to look at the future <laughs> yeah yeah I so so look i mean i think also there, there was a time where i was i was trying to also push you into um find like j- let's just put it out let's not worry about the billing let's just put it out and then let's try and maybe and look for, you were fair. You were fair. Yeah, let's look for a sponsor in, in, in some regard. So I want us to still do that. Even if so 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 what I'm gonna say now, um, and I'm and I'm saying this purely based off our previous relationship, because I don't want people to listen to this podcast and then think they can get free shit now. So <laughs> so I think what we can do is we can I mean, obviously depending on on uh your your willingness and, and, and your, your paranoia of the, of your employment situation. Is that Nina there at the back? No, it's my little sister. Uh, I'm recording. Oh, that's your. Is, yeah, she's my little sister. Anyway. Is she the one, like the, the artwork that you Yes, share? she all, yes, it's ah, okay. she's the artistic one. She's the reason I do anything artistic, but anyway, we can, my point is we can, we can do the podcast for free. Definitely. as Kuyasha media. Um, but I want Holy us, shit. but I, but I want us to be looking 
like to tr- to try and like like really build a consistent brand. Let's forget about listens. Let's forget about um, looking for sponsorship. The, all of those things can happen later. But I think the most important thing is putting out a product that you're proud of. A product. I think you have to get over the paranoia of getting fired. Eh? And it's easy for me to say because I know I come from a position of privilege. But I think you need to get over that paranoia. But I think even without the the, the, the sort of uh, privilege that you know you allude to, I, I I think also you know when 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 you know you come from certain you know places, you are less likely to like risk. But sure. on this sure. one, on this one, I agree. on 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 principle, I I agree. And I think we we need to get it hap- uh, to happen. And yeah. I was actually taking some legal advice, you know, to 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 understand now from my my contract now as it stands with my employer. Um, what sort of liberties do I have? I mean, yeah. I know, for example, I, I can't speak about the monetary policy of South Africa. I I can't speak about the fiscal uh, policy of South Africa. You know, those those are out. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I, I, but I don't think um, you know. For my five minutes as a as as a law student, you know, I don't think. No, it can't be five minutes when I I took six years to finish that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look, look, I hear you, yeah. but also because yeah, no, I hear you. I think I think let's let's put, let's put out the content. Listen, let's try and make it as as genuine, authentic, and authentic as we can. Because also remember, the thing is, we've got the liberty of we are the ones editing it. I mean, yeah. on the on the last podcast, uh, the podcast um, before this episode, I edited out some stuff because I don't want to get in, in trouble with the legal practice council, right? So it's just one of those. We've there's 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 no third force that's going to take these things and then use it against us. And I think that's that's a beautiful privilege and liberty. Yeah, you, yeah we need to take. Yeah. So record the content, and then if we, we come back and we think about it, and we're like, I I shouldn't have said that. Take it down. Yeah, and it's, I, it's really that and easy. Think, yeah, and I think that's important because I know one of the guests that we had, I don't think I have actually told you about it, that they were like, they met me in some way. And I was like, dog, I need you to take down that shit. Bro. Which, like, really? Why? Apparently, this fellow now works for one of the uh, serious, serious institutions yeah. uh, that uh, sell, you know, uh, risky products to the market. Yeah. So he was like, he interacts a lot with, with ministers and whatever, and he didn't say very nice things about minister mm. uh, XP, you know. Uh, yeah. But yeah, but those sort of things happen. But I think, I think, yeah, I think in in principle, you have you have my word. Cool. Uh, yeah. Um. There's there's actually something I also wanted to talk to you about. Um. Okay. Now we're done with the podcast, but like. Just generally, because obviously I like your, I like your political commentary on Twitter. I, I find it insightful and, and, and funny sometimes, right? But right now, I think Ramaphoria is peaking. Um, COVID-19 has made Cyril be one of the most popular people around. Do, do you think if we had an election tomorrow, what, what percentage are you are you giving ANC? Because I mean, last last election they got just under they got what fifty nine percent in the national election. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, look, uh, I think one the Ramaphoria thing is legit, and people love the guy. You can't you can't say a bad thing about him, even though like it hasn't been you know the perfect. Uh, response, but I mean, you can see that the guy is trying and people like him uh, a lot. But then there's a problem of this is not America. If, if, if this was America, maybe you could say that his individual charisma carries or his individual attributes carry, will carry the political party and that will translate into actual votes increasing. But I don't think in this instance that's the case because no matter what this guy does, he has to compete with the factionalism in the ANC. He has to compete with the fuck-ups within the ANC framework. That, And I think this short amount of space have shown us how, how and where 
government or his administration is is exposed and that and that is through uh, the political aspect of uh, running the country uh, so I think if 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 his image was good enough to then make people sort of forget how much the ANC uh, or the sort of harm that the ANC has has, has, has but has hasn't he, in communities. But, but in the last election, I mean, I think when, I mean, the, the last national election, there was a, a, a lot of ANC piggybacking off of his personal brand in order to garner public support. So, I mean, as much as we don't have a, we don't have a um, direct presidential system like, like the U.S., the face makes a big difference. And, and, and right yeah, now, yeah. The, I think I, I can't even think of a time where he, like maybe the first few months after Zuma was gone and he was, he, he was the president, there was a lot of um, optimism. Out of call for elections. I was president. Out of call for elections right there in the incident. Move forward. You want to, uh, after, yeah, but so, yeah. So, so like, okay, so, so, I don't know. I, I, I want to disagree with you there in the sense that I think his per, as, as long as DD keeps quiet, continues being a, a nice, quiet deputy, um, deputy president, as long as Jacob Zuma is keeping quiet in Nkandla and he is out here being the face and what looks like making the right decisions. Because even, even the opposition has been very yes. weak. The opposition has had like, close to nothing to say in, in that regard. In any but, but I mean, look, I think on, on the two issues that you've touched on, number one, whether or not the Ramaphosa image and, you know, like, I think the president, you know, God bless his heart, he, he looks like a good person that can't actually get his hands dirty and make people take him seriously in one, in the aspect of dealing with stuff like corruption. Uh, because look, in as much as you like Ramaphosa and you see him on TV and you're impressed with him, but who was actually saying these things of Ramaphoria? You know, like, we're not capturing the essence or the views of uh, other people in this country. It's just us on Twitter saying that, okay, he's doing a good job. But Very there true. are people right now that don't have houses, that don't have water, and all of this thing, and, and, and most importantly, they don't understand why are we being locked up why are they taking away our alcohol? Why are they taking away our cigarettes? And, 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 and this is where now even things of misinformation come into play because mm. we only speak to a, a certain group of people who, who actually like get it. And, and those people are not a true reflection of, of, of you know, elections and, and results, right? So true, I think, true. Very and, true. And I think even, even the, the, the last elections and the results that we got, told us that story that you here you have a, a very popular president that has had a year in office to effect things and people and warm himself up you know and uh, make an impression to people but still people didn't didn't i mean the votes declined for the ANC. so i think that aspect uh, we'll see uh, yeah but I, I, think, I, I hear you i hear you yeah and then I think that the, the, the second part, which is opposition. Uh, the, the opposition, um, I, I think opposition parties in South Africa have inherently been inept and have always been able to piggyback on uh, momentum, whatever it is, uh, which is when Beggy blundered with AIDS, that's, that's something that they can write on. Um, when ANC comrades were stealing money, I mean, in, in the early 90s, they, that was somewhat what they could say about the ANC government of Mandela. But really, there was nothing substantial that they, that they, I mean, that they contributed uh, to and with. So uh, now the problem is in, in, in this framework now that the shallowness of opposition politics has been embraced to say that now you, you actually don't need to have an economic policy. Uh, you just need John Steenhuisen to call his plan smart. And uh, you're going to get a few media houses to print nonsense. And, and, and that's, in essence, opposition politics in South Africa. They're not there. 
they're just there to to just piggyback on what people are saying on 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 Twitter. And I think this moment in time has exposed that there is nothing to these these politics. But also, it has shown that there is a group in South Africa that subscribes to this sort of political uh, inclination in numbers because there are people right now who were threatening to vote out a DA councillor for saying that uh, I think Furnos must close. Why is Furnos open? And these people were like, next, next year, we're not going to vote for you. But I'm saying, I think that interaction brilliantly captures the time and the, the, the level of opposition that we, we have in South Africa. No one's saying that Tito is wrong in terms of uh, grants that he's giving to, 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 to kids. No one, no one is telling us that the, the, the economic relief package is wrong with deep analysis. There's nothing, bro. Like people, people are just uh, quiet. Uh, when I look at soldiers clapping people, like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's bad, but come yeah. on. It's yeah. like... Dope. Okay, I think, I mean, this has been a very long podcast. I think, actually, this, is, yeah, this, yeah, is, no, no. this has been one of my favorite. I, 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 yeah, definitely one of my favorites. Um, but I want I like to... that one. Oh, yes, thank you, thank you. Yeah, that one was fun. <laughs> that one was fun, too. <laughs> yeah, she's, she's uh, living her life there in South Korea. Um, but yeah, man, thank you very much for, for, for coming on this podcast. Um, we're definitely going to follow through with your podcast again. We can even, I think, even start thinking about guests that we want to do now because obviously we've got this platform. We don't actually have to, you don't actually have to be in the same yeah. physical yeah. place as your, as your guests, right? So I think that's, that's also something that you should start thinking about. Uh, where can people find you on social media? Um, they can find me on Twitter at king underscore Gooley. You can find, no, Instagram's off limits because that's more personal. Okay. Uh, cool. And Facebook, I mean, I'm hardly there. So I think Twitter's the best Twitter's place. the best place. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. Thank you very much. It is the Anum. It is the Anum 365. All hits, no misses, man. <laughs>